Masterful Coach in 21 Years. The struggles and wins of an aspiring coach delivered straight to your favorite podcast app every week with Bjarke Welling. What did you put on your to-do list today? Did you make it? Or are there some points that you put on the list and thought, well, I need to do this, but you didn't really get to do that? And why is that? Today I will talk a bit about my experiences with Qigong and then about accountability and how you can implement some sort of accountability in your life to actually get the things done that you plan to do. Hi friends, family and fans. Good morning. Good evening or afternoon, wherever you are and what time it is you're listening to this podcast. So my name is Bjarke Welling. Let's get started. I just want to reiterate like why I'm calling my podcast Masterful Codes in 21 Years because I got this question a few times and it's not that I'm saying that I want to wait 21 years to become a masterful coach. I wanted to give it like a provocative title to for the listener to start thinking a bit about what is it and to differ differentiate between these fast-paced courses you get out there on, online on all social media like be a marketer in uh, like uh, one month or like uh, learn some new yoga technique in one week or whatever it is. And I want to differentiate in that way that I want coaching in my life to be a lifestyle. I want it to be a choice that I do. Not only I set a goal to become a coach, but I also have like a habit of training to be a coach every day and every week and every year. So it's like become part of my life and To do that, it takes time and I want to kind of say that I reserved the next 21 years in my life to do that. Yeah, for the first 21 years of my professional life, I worked in a software development and um, now I want to spend the next 21 years in coaching and I'll definitely uh, dedicate an upcoming episode to the story like of my professional life how i got where i am now but um yeah i just wanted to explain the title a bit and i'm sure in 21 years i will be a masterful coach um, and hopefully i can then also teach other people about my experiences and what it's all about yeah and i i just want to to really say that i believe that also that fast transformations are possible sometimes you get a breakthrough in your life and then suddenly you change something that were already meant to be but you had this blockage or this limiting belief that hold, held you back so fast train change and fast progress can um, occur in your life and i'm not discrediting that i'm not saying that i need to wait 21 years to become a masterful coach i just want to say that i want to integrate that part of my life and do it in in a proper way and um 
yeah, I want to to take the time to integrate it also. So that's why I gave it a title and hopefully it's also a bit provocative to to catch your eye and yeah. <laughs> I want to talk a bit about uh, an experience I had. Like I'm, I'm going to this Qigong uh, course, or like um, it's actually personal uh, training for me and my wife. We go once a week, and um, it's really, really good training. We did it for two years, and I start to get more into it. Like I, it's like I think I'm progressing i feel the the progress because in the beginning it was a lot about like just learning the 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 actual movement of the exercises it's uh, i think it's the same thing if you do tai chi actually what we're doing is like 18 form 8 yeah 18 form tai chi qigong and um that's just a lot of basic movements that you need to kind of learn for at first and they don't feel natural uh, like um, in the very beginning you you need to learn to how to stand and you you think like but i know t- how to stand but you don't know how to stand in an optimal way that's the basis and the foundation of all the exercises so you need to learn to stand at first and that takes time and now we reach at some point like where we at least for myself i feel like i have like some basic things go um i, I already covered and some of the exercises i also know quite well so i can start to feel it more and that's actually that's kind of the next level of qigong like first you you focus a lot of on the outer movements but later you will focus a lot on the inner movements and by that they mean like the how you perceive your world around you and the the motions that um, that you do and i'm slowly getting into that state of mind in some of the exercises at least uh, of course there's still exercises that where i need to where i need to think a lot and um and use a lot of consciousness to to try to unravel what is actually happening in this um contrived movement it's not like when you watch qigong it looks easy it flows like naturally it looks like very dynamic movements and it but doing them it does so many details so i can't even get started on how many like specific small details are in each kind of movement so it's a lot of uh, work um yeah i think we went for about two years and I believe I'm really good in three of the f- 18 forms and I know like nine forms. So yeah, it takes time. I'm having fun doing it. Yeah, last time I went, um, I don't know how it came to be, but me and my Qigong master, we just had this uh, kind of physics discussion because there's this principle, that's this thing called the principle of least action, which is... A, coming from physics and it's a kind of an way it's a kind of a formula to describe how objects move through space so um the path an object takes is kind of an optimal path so if if you throw a ball it has like this specific curve to it and that curve 
minimizes uh, something um, like the the energy that it takes. I can't really explain the specific detail of the physics behind it, but my Qigong master he he used to study physics and he just went for a really long and detailed description of how Qigong uh, relates to the to this principle and physics in general, like. We have all these joints um, in our body and we have also like limbs that are kind of um, bouncing so they store some potential energy and all of this system if you you can kind of imagine this as a as a configuration so you can if you're standing in one pose that's a one configuration if, if you then move to another is pose then you're in another configuration and how do you move between those configurations well those also in qigong the qigong is a way to kind of going closer to that principle of least action so you kind of minimizing the overall energy uses in the whole system that you need to do to perform those exercises somehow and uh yeah that was really interesting i think i got my my qigong uh, master triggered on that question and he just went to talk for like 15 minutes about this and it was really really interesting because i'm i'm just curious by nature and i love all things uh, math and physics as well so <laughs> i love to talk about this stuff yeah that was that was fun I want to talk a bit about um, accountability because in this week, um, I think it's the third week of my life book leader program which I'm attending and um, I have this accountability partner, Cliff, and um, yeah, we are doing great. Like we're sending every day like uh, messages about what we achieved and and this creates more energy because like it inspires you when another person says well i did this and that and then then you're like oh i can okay i'll also do this and um yeah so that's a great experience in the last uh, episode i said if you can get an accountability partner then do it i mean it's really valuable and i wanted to to get a bit more into this because it wasn't always easy for me to complete my to-do list. I used to be a person that had like a very a lot of ideas and visions about my future and the future and like what I wanted to do. So I could easily like formulate a long to-do list with all the things I needed to do <laughs> or wanted to do. But did I get it done? No, because that's the difficult part, like to actually implement it in your life. So. I mean, it's good to be able to visualize what you want in order to 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 go for it. Because if you can't really visualize and and having a clear idea of what you want, then you're just going in random. But after that, you actually need to go the path and take that path. How did I get to a state where I achieving like my to do list? I'm I think now my rate is about at least 80% of my weekly to-do list I get checked off and and that's, that's I think that's even the lower uh, bar it's mostly like 95 95% of my to-do list I get done nowadays and it's because I have more integrity in my life I 
I worked a lot. I even went in in coaching and read a lot of books about like the psychology behind uh, self self discipline. It was my focus for for a couple of years, and and doing that, I noticed you need to train yourself to to be able to do that. So, one small tip I can give you is to kind of start to put things on your to do list that you would otherwise have done, or that you would do anyway so let's say that oh you f- um go watch um youtube for one hour each day and you feel bad about it why not schedule that one hour of youtube and then accept that you do that right now doesn't mean that you can't change that in the future but right now you're doing that and then put it on your to-do list because then your mind thinks well okay i have to do that for one hour so i'll do it because i'm doing it anyway and you have something to check off your to-do list. And eventually, what you're doing is you're training your brain to take action and do what is on your to-do list, and you're cheating it in a way. So the reality, what you're doing, and what you wish for your to-do list is kind of um, going in the same direction and getting more and more aligned. And then you can just practice a bit like try something out maybe you put some things on your to-do list that you would otherwise just do and then you add one extra thing that you need to do like you feel okay there's something i'm I'm not that happy about doing but i will just try to do one thing and then if you get that done then one more thing and so on and slowly like getting into a state and then you can add more and more and then you'll notice at some point that when you're creating like this long to-do list that mm, maybe I should delete that item. I, I, sh- I won't do it. Then you already know you won't do it. And then maybe it's not that important anyway. If you don't, if you like put an item on your to-do list that you're not getting done and you just add it week after week after week and you're never getting it done, maybe it's not that important or maybe you're not able to do it right now. And maybe that's just something you need to accept. So yeah, work on on your integrity. And why why am I telling you this uh, in the in the accountability or about the accountability? Because I think there's different levels to accountability. So you have like accountability for yourself. That's the integrity. So you have something like to do list or maybe a habit tracker that you're doing habits every day. Or um, next level is like something. Uh, like a one-on-one accountability partner so you have like maybe um maybe a partner um, of you a friend of yours um and you are just agreeing to check up or check in with with each other and uh, like agreeing maybe you can meet up once a week and then discuss what do you want and are those goals realistic and then you just send a bit of proof to each other every time you have done it like maybe just messaging i did this and check mark or something like this or maybe a screenshot of the email that you wrote or whatever it is that you you plan to do and um that helps a lot because sometimes our external like um um our relationship with the external work is that we want to to prove to the world that we can do it but not to ourselves so that's kind of a of a hack because maybe you're more inclined to do it if you said it to someone else um 
it's good to also work on your integrity, your self-worth and know that whatever you are putting on your list that you get that done. So yeah, you just need to to start to train that a bit. Don't be harsh on yourself in the beginning because sometimes we fail, but that's okay. We just need to start over again and try again. And when you started over a couple of times and started again a couple of times and just put the things on the to-do list that you would do otherwise, then eventually you will start to do more things that you would just do otherwise, but more complicated things. And eventually you just have to-do lists that you're doing anyway. And the vision of your to-do list and the reality have just kind of merged. That's basically it. That's the perfect uh, end state of of this exercise, I would say. And it can take time. It took time for me and I, I needed to, to read a lot about it and also do some personal coaching where I dove deep into like this um, fear of failure and fear of success. As there are many things that can block us from taking action. So So working on those things in your life can definitely also improve your situation so i think that's it for this podcast today i hope that you got some uh, nice insights from that uh, and yeah let me know Uh, just shoot me a message what is it that you feel is difficult to get done on your to-do list maybe think a bit about it and shoot me a message or just keep it for yourself and try to reflect on that This was the second episode. Thanks for listening.